Jackson. Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback sacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? Welcome to the Simpac Cacho. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always. Joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Ron, we just had week seven. How do you feel so far about this NFL season? Listen, four and two for my Steelers. I feel great. Um, love how the season's going. We still got a long ways to go on offense, but you know I can't argue with the record anymore. Um, if this is the way it's going to be and we can back back into the playoffs somehow playing like this i'm not gonna complain anymore yes i know that both teams won week seven so i can't complain we'll go over uh week seven recap we'll go over our power rankings but first let's hit those nfl news and it's more like an announcement instead of news because this is like more injury related Watson out again. So listen, I don't want to say if you're injured, you're injured, right? Mm-hmm. But they're paying this guy a lot of money. I mean, the contract is guaranteed. They gave up a ton of draft picks. He's not on the field, but yet they're winning. So what do you take? What are you saying keep Watson out indefinitely or just stick with PJ Walker? What do you think? <sighs> I you know, I don't think they're gonna rush him back. They're going to look long-term, I think, you know, right? It's probably the smart thing to do with Deshaun. But it is concerning um, that he's missing so much time. And when he was playing, it's not like he was playing all that great. So I think they want to see him on the field. Uh, they want to see him uh, continue to develop to be the, the, the Deshaun Watson of, you know, three years ago to see if he can get, get back to that. So the more time he misses, I think the longer it delays, you know, that outcome so you know it but to your point they're four and two right now and sitting pretty in a pretty decent spot yeah they i mean they're winning so i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing i just feel like if i was the cleveland browns owner i'd be like dude we just paid all this money for this mm-hmm. guy he already basically sat out all the last year because he came at the end and then now he's injured so out of those five years Really, he's only played half of the contract so far. So, yeah, this is uh, this going to be one for the ages. Uh, Birdie got a concussion. Do you think this is just part of the slide? I mean, they already lost two in a row. Mm-hmm. What do you think? This is just an excuse? Or what, what do you think is happening right now? Um, he was playing, <clears throat> you know, without, without some of his weapons. I don't think uh, Debo Samuel played. I can't remember if he played this last game or not. McCaffrey is still a little bit banged up, probably. And they're playing good teams, right? So not completely surprised that his game has tailed off a little bit. Um, I saw he's in uh, concussion protocol today. Um, They got a tough matchup this week, I think. Um, I forgot who they play, but it's not an easy win. So if he doesn't play, and we'll see, he's still got a long ways to go before he can be cleared. But um, they can be looking at three straight losses um if they lose this week so it is what it is yeah they they um this week actually this week they're playing the cincinnati Bengals. that's right mm-hmm. 
and the Bengals are slowly chugging along. They're right. Not, you know, they're not a powerhouse yet, but this should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, the next set of news is uh, Lee, Lee, Levis might start this week. Yeah. So uh, are they just lost all hope on Tannehill by this point? Well, Tannehill's hurt, right? So, and right now the team's two and four. They, I don't think they're tanking yet. They want to get Tannehill back out there, but he's just, he might not be ready um, to play this week. It doesn't look like so. Um, at some point, whether it was this year or next year, they're going to get uh, Levis out on the, you know, out on the field. So it's probably coming sooner than they want it to. And because of injury, but I don't think at you know being two and four, and without you know your options are Levis or Malik Willis, who you know had a horrible season last year, looked better this year so far. Limited time that he's played, um, you know you probably want to get a take a ch- opportunity to get a look at what what Levis can do, see if you can get like a spark. Well, let, let me ask you a question because the Patriots are two and five, and then you have. The Chargers and the Broncos, two and four, two and five. Out of those four teams, and then you have the Titans, two and four. Out of those four teams, who do you think has a chance to make it in the playoffs? Out of the, you're talking Patriots, Broncos, Chargers, and Titans. Man. Or maybe, maybe none of them. <laughs> because the Titans are in last place, Packers, uh, Patrick, uh, Patriots, excuse me, are in last place, mm-hmm. and of course the Broncos are in last place. So I don't like any of their chances, to be quite honest, because I think Jacksonville is going to run away with their division. Um, they're five and two. Um, probably not going to get any competition from the Texans, and the Titans aren't, you know, and Colts aren't going to pass them. Uh, then you got. The Broncos at two and five with the Chiefs at six and one. So for them to turn it around and get a play a wild card spot will be tough. I don't think any of those teams are going to be in it, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think, I mean, I'm biased, so I'll put the Patriots have mm-hmm. a bigger chance, especially because they have a better record in the division. But I just feel like the Broncos are out. The Chargers so much talent and they're out so that leaves the Titans which you know that division it's not the hardest division the AFC South but I feel like the Texans are coming around the Colts are coming around so I don't know we'll, we'll see it's still more than half the season yeah, left so lots of lots, lots of, of games left plays. Uh, let's quickly go into week number seven let's recap the marvelous week that it was <laughs> And, and it's a good thing that we didn't do the instant reaction report because I would have said some things in the moment that later I would walk back. No, but you should share it, right? No, but, you know, I was very happy on Sunday because, you know, I predicted this victory. You did. And the final score was 25-29. I went 21-17. You went 28-13, which, listen... I don't blame you for going with that score because there's not a lot going on with the Patriots. Yeah. But, but, and we'll, we'll touch on this. I told you that the Patriots don't tank, right? And I feel like that whole 
Belichick, oh, multi-year contract, blah, blah, blah. He leaked it, obviously. <laughs> he wanted to know, hey, enough with all this. I want to see what players want to buy into the system. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like a mental, like, hey, who is going to buy into this program? I need to know because I want to be here for the next couple of years. And it, it worked, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because it was almost like stepping into a time machine. They got the lead early. They didn't turn the ball over. It was just great. I felt very, very good about Sunday's uh, win. So I didn't get to watch any of the game. I took advantage of a four o'clock start for the Steelers game. And um, I went to the beach with uh, my wife and kid um, like early. And, you know, we hung out for a little bit. And I saw my phone blowing up like with messages. But I was like, you know, I'm not going to pay attention to anything that's going on. But on the way back, I was like, okay, I need to be, you know, obviously be back before the Steelers game. And I'm like, how is this possible that the Patriots are still in the game and actually leading and have a chance to win? Didn't make any sense to me. Um, So I didn't get to watch the game. But I mean, it goes to show you, right? Divisional games, it don't matter how far apart we think the teams are. Those games are always going to end up relatively close for the most part. The teams know each other so uh, so well, you know, and, and Bill's a great coach, so he's going to find ways to... He found the weaknesses. And, yeah. and Buffalo, I will say this, they have they had a lot of injuries coming in, and mm-hmm. they basically, their whole linebacker core was full of non-traditional players like bench, rookies, blah, 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 and Bill Belichick was like, hey, Bill O'Brien, we need to set everyone in motion. We need these linebackers to be disorganized. And it worked. Mm -hmm. And Josh Allen didn't really fully awake until too late, basically. Because Mm -hmm. he should have scored all those 25 points in the first half, but they didn't. Mm -hmm. I think they only got 10. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely a, hey, we're still here. And we're going to talk about our next game next Sunday, but... At least they got a big... You know who I'm happy for? Mac Jones. Because I hear so much hate from our buddy, Steve, you occasionally. Um, because he hasn't earned it. One good game. What, it erases everything. <laughs> erases two years of like... No, Listen, no, just one good game. dude is a good quarterback. Is he like all there, like mentally, like maturity and all that stuff? Yeah, but... He's still young. He's got a ways to, but you can't give up on him. I think this can be what you get from him. I've seen, we've seen flashes from him, right? We have. It's not like he's been terrible. Come, no, like there, there was terrible. A, there was so many opportunities that he could have turned the ball over mm-hmm. against the Bills, and he just either threw it away or he took the sack. And I was like, that's this is what we want you to do. Mm-hmm. Don't put the whole team on peril. Don't Just, throw across the field. Don't definitely don't cross. Don't, don't throw across the field. But you know he did. He basically it was a good game by him. Twenty five of thirty game because he had to come back towards the end. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is what we want. This is what we want our quarterback to do. And maybe you know it'll be a stepping stone. Yeah. Um, the next game, Pittsburgh at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you had 17-13 at 21-17. Final score 24 to 17 pit. 
Ron, um, listen, you watch this game, and yeah, I just I saw did. the highlight. Mm-hmm. Why, why do the Pittsburgh Steelers wait till the very, very end? <laughs> yeah, if to let like, me tell you, I don't like, have. If anyone has that answer, they need to share it with with Tomlin and the rest of the team. They don't have the answer. They don't know what it. You know why they always seem to get off the slow starts. Um, we both had, like you said, uh, Pittsburgh to win the game. It didn't look like it w- that was going to happen after that first uh, half. I think it was nine to three was the score. And it's not to say that we're playing awful that first half. Um, we just couldn't like finish um, any drives at all. Which, you know, it was a little bit of a, a struggle. Um, they came out with the right attitude, but we just couldn't manufacture points. So we got really lucky that our defense stepped up. TJ had that huge interception uh, right out, out, out of the uh, first half. And that got us our, our first touchdown. And then from there, Kenny did what he needed to do. That we started to like run the ball. You know, he was very efficient. Um, you know, towards the end, the third and fourth quarter passing, um, and we were able to score and win it. So, but I, you, you guys are not. I wouldn't consider that you guys are dominating. Listen, oh no, absolutely. And I not. want the Steelers to win mm-hmm. this division because I picked them, but. You guys only had 86 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. That's not dominating. LA Rams had 135 rushing. Um, so what is why are teams well, running well, against we you? We ran the ball well. I know it doesn't show up. Like if you look at the box score, you just look at the average. It doesn't look well, but you take away like the Kenny Pickett, like eight carries for no yards. You know, we ran well. I think um, it's over five yards per carry. So I think. And looking at the game, it wasn't perfect, um, but they looked a heck of a lot better in terms of executing, being physical, and finishing plays. Um, and then they there were some twists in the offense. You know, Matt Cannon out for the bye week added a, a few like little sprinkles of, of something. You know, different things. Um, they had eight penalties for 76 yards. A lot of penalties. Yeah, we did. But, you know, some of those were like some, I don't I mean, know, I'm questionable not, calls. Listen, this whole year, the referees yeah, have it's been, been It's been terrible. It's like, been, we got, a, got away with a call at the end, you know, potentially um, with the, you know, quarterback sneak. We made, it looked like we fell short. Um, they gave us the first down. That basically ended the game, right? Sealed the deal. So referee officiating has been horrible. But, you know, I'm not going to. No one's going to uh, apologize for it. Tomlin's not going to apologize. A win's a win. We went, traveled out to California and got the win. Um, so, listen, you know, to your point, this team is barely winning. They're finding ways to win. They still don't have the answer. They haven't played their best game um, as yet. They're far from it. Um, but, you know, they're in a good position now. And if they can just build on you know, every single week just build on the last week, then, you know, watch out. Watch out for the team. And I, listen, I, I kind of seen this before from the Steelers. And I'm going to anchor back to 2020, where I think that was Roethlisberger last year. Mm-hmm. The team went 20, 12 and 4 for loss in the wild card to the Browns. But they were like, the worst 12 and 14 you could possibly go against because they were winning, but they were winning like this. They were winning ugly. You were like, Ugh, I don't know. I mean, it was like, Ugh. like, can you guys just be dominant for one time? Mm-hmm. 
and I, I want them to be dominant. I want them to be like, just have a great game from yeah. the first quarter to the fourth quarter. That's yeah. what I want from the Steelers. That's, that's what we all want, but I think, um, and it wasn't Big Ben's, that wasn't his last year, but, um, you know, I think we all want that for the offense, especially, but that's not going to happen given that you got a quarterback only in his second year, a running back that's really only in his third year, a George Pickin, like a receiver that's in his second year trying to figure it out. Calvin Austin didn't play at all uh, last year, so it's really his second year. Um, a tight end is in his rookie year, right? Offensive linemen that are new to the team. It's just not, I mean, to be fair, if you put, if you look at it from that perspective, you know, it's going to take some time, regardless of who the coordinator is. Um, it's going to take some time for us to be dominate, dominant again. We Can we be better? Should we be better? Absolutely. Um, you know, our performance offensively has been inexcusable. We shouldn't be as bad as we've been this year. Um, and that, like, you know, falls at the feet of Canada and, and the players. Um, but, you know, at the same time, if you look at the big picture, I think there's... There's lots of uh, hope uh, for this team to do to to do well a year from now, two years from now. And let's go into the upset because you had uh, San Francisco at Minnesota twenty three to twenty four. They ended up losing. Minnesota won twenty two to seventeen. Um, this is the second loss for Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. So has he fallen down like? Forget the MVP talk. Forget, he should have never been in the MVP conversation. Let's start there. Forget the whole, like, because they were praising him mm-hmm. during the telecast. So uh, is he now just a regular quarterback? No. Like, so, listen, he's not, he's a good quarterback. Let's just all say he's a good quarterback. He's not an MVP quarterback, right? He's not a great quarterback, but he's a good quarterback. And just because he went out there and had a couple bad games, again, missing, like, some of his best players and you know against real good teams let's not like completely you know diss him either and drop him um i think he's a good player he just ran into anything like we talked about he's gonna run into another good team so um i had minnesota winning like you said 24 23 i thought it was a good opportunity in you know at home for minnesota to uh to go out there with the crowd noise and everything and injured San Francisco team coming in. It was just a good opportunity for them to win. That's what they that's what they did. So I'm not surprised. That was my upset special and I'm, I'm not surprised that the Vikings pulled it out. Uh, my upset special was Chargers at the Chiefs. I wanted the Chargers to win 24-17. Instead they like played terrible. They lost 31-17. I'm done with this Chargers team. <laughs> yeah. I watched them two weeks in a row. Watched them against the Chiefs. Watched them um, against the Raiders. It's the coach coaching. Excuse you me, know. against the Cowboys, and it was terrible. And like you said, Staley, I don't know how long he's going to be there for. Yeah. Because you got skills, got offensive player talent in the offense. Mm-hmm. You got talent in the defense. What what else do you want? I think a little bit of his play calling and a, a little bit is the player personnel. They have good players, just not the right. They don't have any, like, the, if I look at the Patriots, same problem. 
you don't have anyone actually you have Douglas now that can stretch the field um that's the problem with the Chargers you know they like to play the short game that's where the receivers are good good at they got tall receivers um but his arm the quarterback's arm is meant to throw downfield uh you don't have the right receivers to match that so I don't know. They got to figure out what to do offensively. They, it's it's been a disappointment. Um, they've underperformed, I'd say, the last like couple years. Um, so, wouldn't shock me if they go in a different direction at the end of the season. Yeah, this is. I I wouldn't, you know, and I think I texted to you, to you guys. This is where I w- would see Bill coaching if this wasn't for this lucrative mm-hmm. multi-year. I mean, this team is prime, it's prime for mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. But I guess he's gonna stay with the New England two more years. So, um, do you want to go into Week Eight? Do you want to do the power ranking? Uh, I guess let's talk about Week Eight first. Week Eight, Ron. Mm-hmm. We got uh, New England at Miami. What's your score? Miami um, is gonna win this one nine and a half point favorites is that right still um in miami uh i got miami winning 31 to 20. so putting up 31 points winning by 11 is what i got i have miami losing because i feel like they're gonna build on this victory and miami listen i looked at miami and then i was like let me see who miami has beaten no one nobody mm-hmm Nobody. They lot. They won against the Chargers. They won a close game against the Patriots. They pummeled Broncos, and then they won against the Giants, and they won against the Panthers. I think that we can win in Miami. I'm not scared. Hill, he missed practice today. He might not make it. I I doubt that. He always makes the game, mm-hmm. but I just. The defense is not really what I thought it would be by now. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel good. I feel good about this game. Okay. So I got a final score, 24 New England, 17 Miami. A must win, right? At this point? It's not Patriots. really a must win because I predicted that they're not going to make the playoffs. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of can Bill have the players buy into the system? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's all that it comes down to. Is it now if they win this game? Oh, then we're oh, back, hope baby. Back. <laughs> hope is back, baby. You know, like what they say, don't let us win the next game. Don't let Pity win the next game. Yeah. So yeah, I got them winning. Uh Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, Jacksonville save by two and a half, whatever. Yeah, I got Jacksonville winning. Um, I do. Um you know, I think Pittsburgh, like I said, they played better last week, and I think they'll continue to play better this week. This game's in Pittsburgh. Jacksonville's favored by two and a half. I got them winning 24 to 20. I just think Jacksonville is a tough team, a little bit like the Rams, but better. Um, much more, um, besides Nakua, um, you know, probably better receivers. Uh, uh, certainly, a, a, a you know, a really good tight end. Um, I think it's going to be too much for our secondary. And uh, they also have a good running game. So I'm a little bit worried about what Jacksonville can do offensively. Uh, so I got them winning. And they're coming off a bye, too, which is, you know, the other reason. So I think they'll be ready to go. Uh, and I, I can see Pittsburgh dropping this one. 
I got I got Pittsburgh winning because I think they dropped the ball against Houston. It's a home game. Yeah, Jacksonville just came back from London. I just don't know what Trevor Lawrence condition is. I know he he was supposed to be hurt, but then I saw him running, sprinting during the game. So was he just faking it or was he really hurt? Um and I just don't I'm not buying into the Jacksonville uh, defense yet. So I see them winning this game 24 to 17. I think that's what I wrote. Let me just check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got them winning 24 to 17. I think that it's going to be the same thing. The first half, they're going to play terrible. <laughs> and then the second half, all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know. Somebody said that maybe Matt Canada doesn't pull out the right sheet during the right time. I don't know what's going on, but this is every game. They look terrible the first half, and then I don't know what happens in halftime. Pittsburgh looked much, much better. So, yeah, I have them winning this game. Uh, what do you have for your upset special? Yeah, so it talked about San Francisco, and, you know, and I don't know if Purdy's going to play. Um, this week, right now, they are a five and a half point, or at least they were a five and a half point favorite. Um, I don't see the line anymore. Um, I don't know if you can see it on your end, but uh, when I was looking at this, uh, San Fran was a five and a half point favorite. I had Cincinnati winning on the road, twenty three to twenty one. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't see San Francisco losing three in a row, but. This is definitely a good game. I oh, think. I see. It's it's dropped to three and a half now. Okay, so yeah, that's the threshold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're there. Mm-hmm. I um, like I told you at the beginning of the show, I'm done with the Chargers. So I picked Chicago beating the Chargers at the Chargers uh, hometown, twenty-four to twenty-one. No, Justin I don't even Fields. Know, I don't even know if they get that to that many points, but no, Justin Fields. No matter. I like the the guy that's replacing him. Listen, yes, I saw him interview right after the game. He was like, he sounded like a Southern boy. I don't know what college he went to, but he was like, hey, man, I'm just happy to be here, blah, blah, blah. And it was genuine. He was like, oh, he's just happy to be there. He, I think he got the game ball. I, I trust him better than Justin Fields. I don't think that Justin Fields is going to throw as much as this dude is going to. So... Mm-hmm. I have them winning 24 to 21. And again, it might not be that high scoring because the Chargers, they just let me down so much. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, so let's look at our top five power ranking. Ron, who do you have? Yeah, so San Francisco, I had in the top five uh, last week. And I just mentioned that I see them losing again this week. So they fell out of my top five. I got Philly number one, uh, Kansas City number two, Baltimore number three, the Dolphins number four, Detroit number five. Yeah, San Francisco, two losses in a row. They fell out too. I have KC at number one, Philly number two, Baltimore at three. Then I'm actually putting Jacksonville, even though I, I'm down on them this week. I actually think that they deserve to be there. I that's the only one that's different from yours. You have Miami. I just feel like my Miami, I have them down this week. They just lost to the Eagles. 
I think that they're not a top tier team, to be honest with you. They can't be the good teams. So well, I don't know. The small sample size, right? The, the, you well, know, they've seven played, weeks already. Yeah, but they've only played one good team, right? They played good, two good teams. Mm. They played the Bills, who got smacked around, and then they played the Eagles, which I wouldn't say they smacked them around, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of officiating calls that mm. went the Eagles' way. But I don't know. I just, that's, I don't feel like as confident in Miami. Mm hmm. As I do in Jacksonville, that's why I I have them in the top five. Okay. Any, so I know we both have Detroit as number five. Yeah. I mean, is it a bounce back game for them? Yeah, they play the Raven, right? Again, my team to win the AFC North. Um, they were missing uh, their top running back that game. And it's a non-conference game, right? They've probably never seen anyone like Lamar play before, if you think about it. They just weren't, you know, they were probably shell-shocked at Baltimore's offense and Lamar Jackson because he had a field day against them, and they didn't know how to react. Um, I think they'll bounce back. Uh, I'm not going to... I still think they're one of the top three, you know, better teams in the NFC. Um so, you know, we got them fifth. We both got them fifth. I think it's a good spot for them. Um, yeah, they played the Raiders on Monday night. Again, mm-hmm. like I asked you guys, why are in South Vegas so many primetime games? They're not no a good team. Mm-hmm. So why? Uh, I, I just don't get Sometimes the NFL schedule is, like, weird. Mm-hmm. They should definitely flex this game. No disrespect to Detroit, but... The Raiders should not be on prime time. Yeah, and neither should the Bears and Chargers, and Chargers on Sunday night. Another one. Mm-hmm. Why are they on prime time? It's it's almost like NFL does it to like appease the owners, mm-hmm. but the fans don't want it. So why even do you want people to change the channel because these two teams stink? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think well most people, I guess, still tune in no matter what. Um, I've been like... I mean, if I had a choice between watching the Bears and Chargers and watching a competitive NBA team, you damn right I'm switching over. Because I'm not watching this trash. Well, you know me and basketball and baseball. Like, Talk to me after the All-Star break. Because I know it's game one today. The Celtics are playing. I don't give a dang, win or lose. You know, I'm not paying attention till till we get to the All Star break. So I'm gonna most likely watch football now. Some of these games, to be honest, like I've tuned out or I'm like doing something else as the game's on, not really paying that much attention to it. Um, I mean, who's watching the the Jets Giants game? New Yorkers, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. And then, I mean, there's some games like I mean, the Brown Seahawks should be a good game, but then like. Chiefs Broncos, who's watching that game? Mm. It's like Ravens Cardinals, who's watching that game? I, I know that this is, you know, they're not they're not prime time games, mm-hmm. but I yeah. rather I rather watch the Brown Seahawks than the Chargers um, Bears. I rather watch, you know, the Bengals 49ers than the Raiders Lions. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's common sense, but I don't know when do they start flexing. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know the rules, you know, for flexing. I, I'm not sure. And I don't know if they, 
I don't think they can flex out a Thursday night anymore. Can they? Can they? Flex? No, I think it's only Thursday Sunday night, night, right? I think it's Sunday nights. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I know the trade deadline is next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it's a day after we record. So, do you have any candidates? Do you have any teams that definitely need to bolster up during the trade deadline or... Not really, but I know there's some teams that are shopping players, right? So I think uh, teams like Denver um, have been shopping players. There's rumors. I've seen multiple rumors about Tennessee, right? Wanting to shop Derrick Henry, uh, for example. Um, So there's definitely some teams that are looking to sell at this point and get themselves in position to have picks for next year. So they can, if they need to trade up for a quarterback or something, they can do that. Um, now Denver's probably one team that, well, I guess, would Denver do that? With Russell being there, I don't know what his contract looks like, but there's definitely going to be some teams that want to trade up for quarterbacks. There's going to be some teams that want to just accumulate picks because they want to get a bunch of players or trade back if, if a team wants to come up for a quarterback. So, um, you know, for, for the Steelers, I, you know, I can tell you we need some defensive back help. We need a cornerback. I'm hoping uh, we can pull the trigger on someone, but I don't know who that is. And I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't... Listen, when it comes to the trade deadline, it's kind of weird because obviously the Panthers, there's no chance in hell. Mm-hmm. The Panthers not seem to sell that it. They're going to make any noise at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they already sold their picks to draft quarterback, right? So it's like, I mean, what's 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 the trade deadline buzz? I mean, it's Minnesota, because I heard Minnesota might be a seller's come uh, the yeah. trade deadline. Yeah, that's true. So they probably not. I think uh, Cousins is up his contract, so they most likely will not extend him, which means they're going to be looking for a quarterback. Um, you know, so. I, I don't know. Yeah, this is uh, until it happens because I know it, this this is like behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. They, they start wheeling and dealing and all that stuff. But listen, I think this Sunday is going to determine whether New England Patriots are. If they lose this game, I can see it. But then it is Bill Belichick's team. You think I, they're going to? If they lose, they're going to sell. I I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Even if they. You know, even they lose by a lot, and mm-hmm. they like, hey, you guys need offensive players. Nope, no, mm-hmm. this they just won't do it. Um, anything else for the fans out there that you wanna you wanna share? Nah, man, I'm just excited for the weekend. Um, I know the games this week aren't gonna be that exciting, but uh, this is a good matchup with the Steelers and Jacksonville. Should be a great game. Same with the uh, the Patriots and the Dolphins. So it's a very good weekend to watch football if you're a fan of those teams. Um, and I think for both of our teams, there's a lot to, to play for. So um, it can go either way. Uh, you know, the season can for the Patriots if they win or lose. And the Steelers, too. If we lose this game, it can go either way for us. So. No, and, and going back to you were right. Last year, uh, Ben Roethlisberger was 2021. That's when they went 9-7. Because mm-hmm. I remember I watched that 
playoff game at your house. Yeah. And the Chiefs just demolish them. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm saying is like, Steelers, can you like be dominant? No. Can you be dominant? It is going to take some time. And I think we are in a world where every fan wants instant gratification. They want that quarterback that rookie year, the second year, just to take a huge leap and make the team so much better. Um, that doesn't happen. It doesn't, right? It, there's so much more involved in making a good team. You have to have the players around you, the coaching staff. It has to be the right mix of players, too. It can't be all young players like I just talked about with the Steelers. You got to have some veterans in there that can keep the, the team together, make them, you know, keep them focused, come up with the right attitude every single week, you know, week in and week out. So there's a lot that goes into to having a good team, a great team. Um, you know, we're not we're not there yet. We got some good pieces, but it's going to take for you know some time for our team to gel. I just want them to have a home playoff game. Like they have a bigger chance to win if they win that division. They have a home playoff game mm-hmm. because listen, like. You know, you said the Steelers have a great, great fan base. And I feel like, hey, use that to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Use that to your advantage. Play at home. Get that fan base all riled up. Forget about Matt Canada. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I, you know, it's, I don't back regardless of what happens. We can go to the playoffs, win in the playoffs. You know, I don't see him coming back. Um, but we're a long way away from Well, you from said that. this is like the last year, right? Yeah, it's his contract's up, so yeah. they haven't renewed it yet. Yeah, this is, it's just, I wish, I wish that things could, pro, like, uh, progress, you know, from seasons, from within the season, because we are in October, right? This is the time where the preseason shouldn't matter now, like, the offense should be on clicking. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want to compare the Steelers to the Kansas City Chiefs, but look at the Chiefs. Their offense has been improving from week to week. Mm-hmm. Like, he's trusting the receivers. He's trusting the running backs. Like, it's just... I wish Andy Reid just coached all NFL teams the way he does. <laughs> and that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, if you're a Patriots fan, listen, this is the week well, we have to believe. Forget the Bills have their own problems. So I knew that there was a chink in the armor. With Miami, their home, this is going to be a really tough game. Mm-hmm. But I see them winning this game. No cornerbacks on your team right now, right? <laughs> no, we got Jack Jones back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we have, you know, Miles Miles Bryant who comes in. So we have. I think that this team, even though they don't have the best players it's enough mm-hmm. it's enough uh for some reason barmore now is like fully awake now mm-hmm. i mean again like you said the, some of those flags were like come on man you can't even touch a quarterback nowadays mm-hmm. and i told you about flag football yeah uh, this is know. eventually gonna turn into flag football yeah i think listen, the fans bolt if that happens listen I'm the players be, will vote I'm telling you, it's going to be flag. The more rules that they implement about the don't touch the quarterback. Oh, this is P.I. Oh, I, this is a late hit. He was uh, not ready for it. I think 
that's the biggest problem is the, the uh, competition committee. They should just like disassemble that whole group because all they do every year is look for to put in new rules. And they, you know, quote unquote, player safety. But it's really about making the offense better, protecting like certain players like quarterback. So you can't touch them, basically. Um, that's all it's about at the end of the day. So and the rules, too. It's not that the rules are bad rules. It's just extremely tough for officials to ever enforce properly. Um, I don't uh, see the thing. It's very easy to say get rid of the committee, but it's mostly made up of owners, right? Owners or past players or whatever the case might be. I just feel like every year they tweak, they tweak it a little bit, but not in the uh, defensive favor. Never, never. Never. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're just going to watch old films of like NFL. I think they need to remember play. I mean, it's a tough sport. Players get hurt, right? Yeah. Injuries are, it should be expected, right? You can't say don't tackle someone high, don't tackle them low, you know, you you just got to let them play. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between targeting, like purposely trying to knock people out and then, you know, so two players going at each other a hundred miles an hour and you just happen to glance their head. That's accidental, right? So, you know, you should, I think any, every official should be able to tell the difference um and but now it's to a point where you know you can't breathe on the quarterback like you said if there's incidental contact because the players you know the plays are bang bang they're, they're throwing the flag still terrible, terrible. they want to you know players are complaining about the you know getting tackled low now so who's no who knows what's going to happen there I, I don't know not only that but then the cba and I'm not knocking the CBA, but every year they also tweak it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you know what? They deserve to have Monday and Tuesday off. Oh, Wednesday, it's full pass, but not really. Thursday, you know, they if they in the injury report, they're not going to participate. Friday is kind of a walkthrough, mm-hmm. and then you know Saturday, usually the travel day. So it's like. One one full practice. Yeah, like one that. full practice basically. And then you wonder why you get hurt, right? So Yeah, it's it's you know what? Black football. Mm-hmm. Not maybe five years, but maybe in ten years, when all these rules are in you're like, I can I'm not allowed to even touch the guy anymore. Mm. I'm not allowed to even touch the guy. So yeah. Listen, what I'm saying is reel it in, suck it uh, soak it in, because in ten years They'll be wearing those little belts <laughs> inside. Oh, I hope not. Oh, God. That would be, be terrible. Mm-hmm. That would be terrible. All right. So, anything else left to say? That's it, man. All right, man. Well, in that case, I say uh, peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you, any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com that's shut ym podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on twitter or on instagram at sym podcast thanks again